It's God's plan for me, and I respect that. It's God's plan for me, and I believe that. It's God's plan for me, and I receive that. Guess what, dawg? You know you better believe that. It's God's plan for me, and I respect that. It's God's plan for me, and I believe that. It's God's plan for me, and I receive that. Fikes. Welcome to Favorite Purpose. I'm your host, Jamel Dill. If it's your first time tuning in, I want to say I'm glad you chose to be a part of the FWP gang. To my returning FWP gang family members, I am back with season three, episode two. And so uh, today I kind of was thinking about talking about healthy relationships and also just kind of thinking about talking about um, there is nobody out there who can oppose God. And so today's title will be No One Can Oppose God, but we're going to kind of throw some relationships in there, too. So whether it's a work relationship or, you know, a dating relationship, any type of relationship that you may have. But I want you guys to understand that the relationship that matters the most is the relationship with God. Right. In relationship with Jesus Christ and make sure that you have that foundation. And so I started off thinking to myself uh, on this episode, I was thinking about healthy relationships. You know, people should be able to take turns with success. And so um, most people who know me understand that uh, recently, you know, I have been praying a lot and, you know, actually praying for others as well and making sure that I'm staying on top of the things I need to stay on top of. And so uh, my whole goal was to, you know, be a head coach, you know, head basketball coach. And that didn't happen. And so uh, I just thought that, you know, all things in the world would be right, you know, if I was to get a position that I desired. And so basically what I'm trying to say is that sometimes we have things in life that we desire that God does not have a desire for. And so we have to learn to deal with that. And so the way that I am dealing with it now is it's the best way I thought thought I could deal with it, period. And so, uh, I mean, God has blessed me tremendously. Uh, He has granted me other opportunities um, outside of where I've been. Right. And so we always get into these situations where we feel comfortable. And so. With us being comfortable in in our situations or in our lives, it's like most of the time when God is about to bless you, you need to realize that he's going to make you uncomfortable. And so when he's making you uncomfortable and when you're going through that season, it's about what are you going to do in that time? Are you going to give up? Are you going to just stop trying to you know achieve your goals? Are you going to just let you know the enemy win? Or are you going to let you know those people who are trying to oppose God win, right? But like I said, no one can oppose God. And so basically what I was saying is like, uh, I, I thought about a couple of examples of a health relationship and it may not you know, correlate with some things, but I do want you guys to understand that our relationships are important. Excuse me. <clears throat> our relationships are important. Right. So examples would be if you or your spouse set a goal, right, or a friend or family member, or whatever, set a goal in life and they're super excited about it. Right. One or the other person is super excited about it. Uh, it's your responsibility as the spouse, as a friend, as a family member to support that person especially if your goals or passion for something isn't moving the way that you think it should be. So I want you to hear that. If it's not moving at the pace that you want it to move to, you just pray about it, man. Be patient, you know, let God do his work because he's already working behind the scenes for you. And things are going to shape up exactly how he wants them to be. Right. It's not always about what we want. You know what I mean? And it's not always about, you know, what the other person relationship wants all the time. It has to be, you know, meet in the middle. And God wants us to do our job and pray to him and give him, you know, give him a chance to work out all the details. OK. And so now sometimes people, you know, couples ready to be friends or whatever. You know, I don't really know how your relationship is with certain people. And this may be hitting home for some people already. But 
I want you to know that couples should be able to share that moment of success. Friends should be able to share that moment of success. Family members should be able to share that moment of success. Now, I'm not saying just totally take it away from what that other person has done, but what I'm saying is that you should be able to share the success, right? And so, but, you know, never forget about the other person's interests and goals. So a lot of times we may put our interests and our goals ahead of others. And, you know, sometimes that's fine. I get it. We get it. You want, you know, you want things to work out well in your life and that's great. And I applaud you for that. But sometimes you have to make sure that you are observing your friends, your family members and your spouse or whoever you, you know, you have a relationship with. Observe them. Let them, you know, tell you how they're feeling. Let them show you how they're feeling because words sometimes are not actually the true picture. You have to actually read their body language. You actually have to see, you know, how their attitudes may change, you know, from one day to another. And so um, I'm just basically saying, like, no one can oppose God and God's will for your life is what it's going to be. And so I'm thinking about my situation where, you know, I, I love the position I was in. I was comfortable very comfortable and being in a position where I am, you know, head coach track, you know, uh, had a lot of just had a lot of responsibilities, man. I had the dream job of a PE coach and it's just like, you know, it's just everything just started to fall into place. And so I thought that maybe I could be happy about, you know, a lot of things that were happening in my life. But God was like, here, I have something better, something even better for you. And so that took some years. Right. It takes some years to put that work in. So you just let something go over all these years and you go into this new situation. I'm not going to lie. I'm very anxious. Uh, I'm a very anxious person, but I'm very patient, though. That's one thing I think that offsets my anxious behaviors. But for some people, for some people, they don't know how to deal with change. And so basically what I'm saying is that you have to always make sure that the way that you deal with change is the best way for you. But at the same time, you got to be uh, willing to understand other people that are in the situation with you. Okay. So like I said, whether it be your spouse, family member, or friend, make sure that they understand exactly how you feel. Don't hold anything back. You know what I mean? Don't hold anything back and just actually come into your true self and let God, you know, work in your life. Okay. So like I said, it's cool to make sure you know, your spouse is happy. Make sure your friends and family members are happy. That's cool. But you must never forget about yourself. Okay. And never let your spouse or your friend or family member forget about your happiness either. So you deserve to be happy as well. And so uh, I was just thinking that in my situation, uh, you know, I just I've been waiting. You know, I've been patient and I just sat still, man. And I let God just go ahead and move me in the direction he wanted to move me in. You know, and sometimes it hurts. And sometimes, you know, we do cry behind closed doors. And sometimes you do have to vent. But at the same time, man. All your worries and cast all your, your, you know, the things that you really care about, put those on God, man, because he's going to always have your back. Now, I want you to know that in Romans 8, 31 and 32, this is where where no one can oppose God comes from. OK, it says, what shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all. Won't he also give us everything else? I want y'all to really just think about that. He he will give you everything else. Nobody can actually give you what God can give you, right? Like 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 I said, uh, me and me and uh, a couple of guys have a um you know a group that we're in, and we we always sharing you know our spiritual gifts with each other, and always sharing the word of God together, and we talk about how God always have uh certain gifts for certain people, and so the one thing that I told my group was that 
the one thing that we all have in common, that we all share the same gift that we share, is love. That is one gift that God has given everybody. And we need to make sure that we use that. Okay. Now, I'm just going to throw a couple of scriptures out there and then I'm going to let you guys go on about your way. Because like I said, I really didn't have a, a big topic I really want to talk about, but I feel like this is where I needed to go today. And so uh, I started reading Hebrews yesterday. No, two days ago. Let me get my facts straight. I started reading two days ago, getting back in there because, you know, Hebrews is uh, 11 and 1 is what faith with purpose is based off of. That is my, you know, the scripture that I was really, really putting my, wrapping my brain around when I first came up with faith with purpose. But in Hebrews 2, verse uh, 16, 18, let me go ahead and get on that. And let me show you what that says. OK, that right there, it says we also know that the son did not come to help angels. He came to help the descendants of Abraham. All right. And then it says, therefore, it was necessary for him to be made in every respect like us, his brothers and sisters, so that he could be our merciful and faithful high priest before God. Then he could offer a sacrifice that would take away the sins of the people. Since he himself has gone through suffering and testing, he is able to help us when we are being tested. He's already gone through it. He he has already been tested. OK, so. It's also a good thing for us to go through our trials and tribulations and have, be able to go through our battles and, and be tested. And we will be tested. And so that's just a part of life. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I have to actually realize that suffering sometimes means blessings. OK. And so I want you to understand that today. Suffering most of the times at the end of the day means blessings, because once you make it through that suffering stage, you will ultimately be blessed with all the things that God has planned for you. Just don't give up and you just have to make sure that you stay in the word. All right. So Hebrews three, uh, verse five through six, Jesus is greater than Moses. Now, the reason I pointed this one out was because right here where it says Moses was certainly faithful in God's house as a servant. His work was an illustration of the truths God will reveal later. But Christ as a son is in charge of God's entire house. And we are God's house. If we keep our courage and remain confident in our hope in Christ, we are God's house. We have to stay encouraged. OK, we have to make sure that we, we are confident and we have the hope that we can, you know, trust in Christ and trust that he will work things out. I, I didn't know anything was going to happen from this situation. Honestly, it, we're almost into August here. I didn't think that I would be changing school districts. I didn't think that, you know, any of this will happen. But I did stay patient. I still, you know, I did stay the course and I made sure that I prayed for everything that I wanted. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's what came. And we all know the story of Moses. You know, he he had the people out of Egypt and, and he helped them do their thing. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, part of the Red Sea, we, we know the story. But at the same time, it's like Jesus is greater than Moses. So I want you guys to remember that no matter how, how good of a thing Moses did, we have to also realize that Jesus is greater. And we shouldn't have to. Uh, let me see how I could put this. So what I'm saying is that whoever your boss may be, whoever your supervisor may be, whoever you may work for, even if you just think about, you know, the government or whatever, any, any situations with them, you got to realize Jesus is greater. So no matter what you think may happen in your life or what you want to happen in your, your job, your career or whatever, sometimes we don't even know. Sometimes we're not even qualified for the job, but you get it. Because God understands that it's not even about the degrees or about the uh, other things that you have. It's about the relationships. Okay. It's about the relationships that you have with him 
And therefore, he'll put you in the right relationship with other people who, who are in power and positions to put you where you need to be. All right. Now, Hebrews 5, and I'm like I said, I need to let y'all go because I want you guys to at least come back. All right. I don't want to talk your head off. But I just I'm just so excited about this one. We're talking about a call to spiritual growth. OK, now this is right here. Hebrews 5, uh, ver oh, yeah, verse 11 through 14. And so let me go ahead and get to that for y'all. Now, it said there is much more we would like to say about this, but it is difficult to explain, especially since you are spiritually dull and don't seem to listen. You have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's word. You are like the babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. For someone who lives on milk is still an infant and doesn't know how to do what is right. Solid food is for those who are mature, who through training have the skills to recognize the difference between right and wrong. Now, this whole thing about the spiritual growth, we know right from wrong. And it was in there where part where it says spiritually dull and don't seem to listen. You have to listen to your callings. You have to listen to the things that God has planned for you. You can't start trying to go off and do your own thing because in my experience, whenever I try to do the wrong thing, I always end up flat on my face. I always end up flat on my bottom. I always end up coming right back to where I know I needed to be. And that's on my knees to pray. But guess what? You have to stay there. Stay there through all seasons. On your knees to pray. Pray to God every single day because if you don't know the power of the God and you don't want to grow spiritually, then you could go ahead and go on your own, do your own thing. But in order for you to grow spiritually, this is the things that you need to do. We don't need to be taught these things all over again. We don't. But we do need to go ahead and pick up where we left off because we were on to something. So that I would, that's what I want you to understand. You're on to something right now. So I want you to tell yourself that I am on to something because no matter what you think is happening in your life, you always have room to grow spiritually. OK, so, you know, right from wrong, continue to train your mind and getting in the word. All right. Now, here's the last one. Hebrews 6, 1 through 12. Now, this is a long one. It said God promises because of faith and endurance. So I may, you know, I may do a little summary on this one here, because like I said, I, I want to keep you guys, you know, engaged. And I know sometimes we have ADD. If, if you're like me, you have ADD. Right. So. So let us stop going over the basic teachings about Christ again and again, right? Let us go on instead and become mature in our understanding. Surely we don't need to start again with the fundamental importance of repenting from evil deeds and placing our faith in God. You don't need further instruction about baptism, the land on of hands, the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. And so God willing, we will move forward to further understanding understanding was in there twice listen understanding we have to have the understanding and it's very important for us to repent okay and it's very important for us to place our faith in god not human but god okay so whenever i didn't get you no know, the position i thought i should get i did not i don't blame them at all for making the decision that they made right but all i know is that god was in the background cooking something up you know what i mean and like i said i just i just sat back and i said you know i'm gonna be patient you know what I mean? But that's one thing I would never do. I'll, I would never not be loyal to my calling. And I want you to understand that you have to stay loyal to your calling. So, uh, you know, it starts talking about repentance and it goes on talking about being enlightened. And then, uh, you know, the good things of heaven is shared in the Holy Spirit uh, who have tasted the goodness of the world and, you know, of God and the power of the age to come. So, it, you know, it starts talking about that stuff in there. And then it comes down talking about when the ground soaks up 
the falling rain and bears a good crop for the farmer. It has God's blessing. So that's what I was saying. Like normally when you see the suffering, you see the flood, you see everything that's being damaged. Most of the time, a blessing is on the way. So just stick with this. Stay strong in there and the blessing is going to make its way to you. All right. And it said right here, because it also says the farmer will soon condemn the field and burn it because he seems that it's, he thinks that it's useless. You know what I mean? Trust me, man. You, you can't do that. You can't just burn it all. You know what I mean? Don't burn all your bridges just because you're mad at one thing or something that didn't go well in your life. You can't do that. OK, just let's not do that to ourselves. OK, let's not do that to God. All right. Now. It also comes in here and it says that, you know, we are confident that you are meant for better things, things that come with salvation. For God is not unjust. He will not forget how hard you have worked for him and how you have shown your love to him by caring. Well, caring for other believers. Oh, Lord, I said carrying, but that's a good one, too. You can carry others as well. Uh, but also, as you still do. Our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts in order to make certain that what you hope for will come true. Now, you see that right there. Great desire to keep loving others. That's why I said that's the gift that we all share is love. The gift of love. That's the greatest gift you can give somebody. It's love. Your neighbor, an enemy, it doesn't matter. The greatest gift is love. Now. It says, then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. Instead, you will follow the example of those who are going to inherit God's promises because of their faith and endurance. Now, I'm going to end this here right here by saying this one thing, and I want you guys to really take that and run with it. Okay. Now, faith and endurance is super important. Okay. Now, you, you have to have faith, even if you have the slightest, it inches, the smallest wee bit of faith. A lot of things will work out in your favor. Now, let me tell you something about endurance. Now, I coach track, and so I know that it takes a lot of work for those long-distance runners, those people from across country and everything like that, to put the work in, the time in, running eight, nine miles a day, and making sure that you get your time down and make sure that you understanding the, the freshness in your body and, and be able to compete at a high level. So, the greatest thing about faith and endurance all together is that you can't have one without the other. Because sometimes when your faith is tested, you want to give up. You want to be tired. You are going to be tired. You may grow weary. But at the end of the day, when your faith is strong, your endurance is strong, you come to one end result. And that goal is to be with Jesus Christ. And that goal is to talk to God every day, have the faith to pray about every situation, have the faith to just go to God about everything. When you're happy, sad, when you're up, you're down, whenever, you know, you didn't get this promotion, whenever you didn't get this, um, this gift or, you know, whenever you didn't get the person that you that you love or, you know, or the person you think you should be with or, you know, the family member, you know, may have passed away or, you know, just Every situation in life, you could pray to him, but you have to have endurance. You have to have faith. OK, so keep the faith. Keep your endurance up. And like I said, everything else will work itself out. Keep that in mind. And I want you guys to go ahead and grow in Christ today. And like I said, uh, I was just thinking today, maybe this episode, you know, will catch somebody, you know, somebody catch somebody slipping or not even slipping, but catch somebody like I and just catch somebody's ears. Just like, wait a minute. Let me roll that back real quick. Let me open my Bible real quick. You know, 
So that's really what we want to do here at Faith with Purpose, man. We just want to grow in our, in our faith and continue to grow in our relationships with others and, of course, with, with Jesus Christ. And uh, let him lead our way. And um, I, I want you guys to understand one more thing is that, you know, God isn't looking for you to be perfect. Okay, he's not. He just really wants to know what's in your heart. That's all he wants to know. And then also, he isn't looking for you to be perfect because he knows your purpose. But he wants you to see what your purpose is as well. He wants you to seek your purpose and go out there and follow your true calling. All right. Now, do all that for your family, for yourself, for, you know, anyone that you love. Continue to help others. Continue to, you know, grow in Christ and come back, man. Come on back to Faith with Purpose, man. I miss you guys. I'm having a great time right now uh, preparing myself for my new role for next school year. And uh, like I said, this episode right here is just it's getting everything kicked off for me, man. And um, I just want y'all to keep my wife in your prayers, man. We've been dealing with some, you know, some personal stuff as far as, you know, our health and everything. And also my health. Continue to pray for our health, man. Because after getting COVID in December, you know, it's been really tough for, you know, for us. And really just trying to, like, bounce back. You know what I mean? But... We're blessed. We're happy. Uh, we're, we're in a great place with Jesus Christ. We're in a, a, a great place with God, and he's going to continue to bless us. And like I said, if you guys need anything, man, uh, just go ahead and reach out to me, man, on all the, all those social media platforms, man. I uh, hope this message helps someone today, and I hope that you can share this message with a friend or a family member. And uh, don't hesitate to reach out. Like I said, I, I'll be here, man. Um, just Whatever you want to do, man, you want to talk about it, you want to pray about it, man, send me a DM or something saying, man, I need some prayer and I got you, man. Like we in this, we in the point right now in our lives, man, where if you ask for me to pray for you, man, and somebody asks me to pray for them, man, do it right then and there. I said that before. I think I said that back in like season one, like right then and there and, and pray for them. All right. So I've been said that. I'm with you guys. We, we're going to keep riding to the end, man. And so, like I said, thank you for tuning in. FDP game. I love you. And God loves you. And that's Fox. Yeah. Yeah. On me. Yeah. On me. On me.